Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is dedicated by Simon and Co. Jewelers with two L's in honor of the birth of Sarah Malka to Menachem Echana Simon. May Hashem bless them with happiness, health, and much nachas. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the birthdays of my mother, Shaul Shaul, and Lior Chemo. May Hashem bless them and their entire family with a year of happiness, health, and success. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafua Shalema of Rav Amitai Ben Shoshana and Shaul Ben Brita. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachimir Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Mishpatim Failed to Plan. Our Parsha begins with Hashem giving Moshe Rabbeinu and the Jewish nation 53 new practical commandments. He gave them the laws regarding the treatment of slaves, personal injury, murder, and the requirements of a person who is guarding someone else's property. The mitzvah to see the Besamekdash and go up to Yishalayim three times a year, and the laws of Shemitah, Karbanites, sacrifices, and the returning of a lost object. Moshe then tells the Jewish people what rewards they will receive for keeping Hashem's commandments. There will be no miscarriages, the borders of Israel will grow, and they will conquer the land without any opposition. The parsha ends with Hashem summoning Moshe Rabbeinu back up Har Sinai, Mount Sinai, to study Torah for 40 days and 40 nights. Moshe Rabbeinu told the 70 elders, the Shivim Zekanim, that his brother Aaron and his nephew Hur would answer any questions they would have. And as God's glory set the top of the mountain of Har Sinai ablaze, Moshe Rabbeinu ascended the mountain with his most faithful student, Yeshua ben Nun. The whole Jewish nation watched from afar as Moshe Rabbeinu disappeared into the clouds. However, a question comes to mind. The parasha begins with the words, The Eilah HaMeshpatim Asher Tassim Lefnehem. And these are the laws that you, Moshe Rabbeinu, must place before them. But why does Moshe Rabbeinu have to tassim lefnehem, place it before them, rather, lidaber alehem, to tell them, to say to them, why does he need to place it before them? Rav Ovadia Sifrono, an Italian commentary and doctor from the early 1500s, gives a simple answer. He writes that many of these laws will never apply to most people. Number one, because most of these regulations will only begin once they settle in the land of Israel, which most won't even enter. And secondly, because a lot of these laws are occasion-based. For example, an Evid Ivory, a Jewish slave. They are only in that predicament because they have to repay what they stole. But since most of the community will not place themselves in that mess, these laws might seem irrelevant to them. And therefore, some might not pay attention to what Moshe Rabbeinu is about to tell them. So Hashem is telling Moshe that he must tell the Jewish nation that they must study these laws anyway, although they may appear unrelated to them. However, the Orachim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He quotes a disagreement between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. And they disagree about the purpose of our Pasuk. And these are the laws that you, Moshe Rabbeinu, must place before them, Tassim Lefnehem. Rabbi Shmuel holds that our Pasuk teaches us that just as the Aser Sadibras, the Ten Commandments, were given by God, these mundane and physical laws are godly as well. Rabbi Akiva argues that since these rules immediately follow the Ten Commandments, Moshe Rabbeinu might think that he needs to say it just one time as God did on Harsinah. 
And therefore, Hashem reiterates to Moshe Rabbeinu that he must do the exact opposite. He must explain, repeat, and clarify every law until the nation understands them. He must outline every rule and regulation in a way that they will practicalize them and follow them in their daily life. For he is their leader, and it is his duty to lead his people on the correct and godly path. And it is interesting to note that the code of Jewish law is called the Shulchan Aruch, which in English means a set table. And one of the many reasons for this name is because the author, Rev. Yosef Karo, laid out the laws in the order of our daily routine. And this made every rule and regulation accessible to every person, like cooked food on a set table. In our daily life, if we seek to accomplish and grow in our conduct, in our relationships, or in our business, we need to have a plan of action. We must take an honest look at our current situation and formulate a path to our goals. And it often takes an outsider, a friend, a mentor, a rabbi, or a therapist that will objectively show us the correct course of action. The simple reason this is crucial for success is that because it's almost impossible to think rationally when we are in the midst of all the action. Our past experiences and history subconsciously control our reactions unless we plan otherwise. There's a powerful quote by Benjamin Franklin. If we fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.